Welcome back to Solid Steps. This is Chad Russell. That's Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. And we are here talking today about investing in your marriage. And we are here with Bob and Carol Esham. And if you're just joining us, you have missed a heck of a lead up up to this point. <laughs> and uh, we highly encourage you to go back and listen to the entire podcast and tell you the story. Here's Bob and Carol meet. And it wasn't on the best terms. 15 years of just horrible sleep, marriage, sleepwalking through their marriage. Then a day where literally we just came out of explaining where they're on the boat. Bob goes down and fixes the boat. Boat explodes. Literally, the boat bursts into flames. Carol goes flying off into the Ohio River, not being able to be a strong swimmer. Bob jumps in, rescues the dog. The dog got rescued, okay? Dog, no, we the, didn't, dog, dog, the dog okay. passed. Okay. And so now we got Bob and Carol swimming in the Ohio. Somebody comes along, scoops you up. Is that pretty much a pretty good summation of it? That sums it up, yeah. All right. So are you in a hospital at this point, either one of you? I ended up in the hospital. I was in the hospital for about seven days. Uh, I was burned. I was not burned by the flames. I actually was burned by the hot fuel that permeated my skin uh, in the explosion. Even the hospital, they didn't even, they weren't aware of it until the second day. Mm. And then I had to go through all the burn treatments, the debreeding. I had to have a nurse come to my home for about a month. And you had second and uh, third degree burns. Pretty much second degree burns mostly. And then I had one third degree burn that I had to have surgery on a little bit later. So did I hear you right? You don't have any... you have no flame burns on the top of your skin, like a fire rubbing. That's up the correct. You had none of that. It was secondary because the, the did you say the gasoline? Yes, the fuel permeated my skin, and it didn't show up until a day later. Man, wow. that's it was painful to say the least. Right. So, how how long was your? What about you, Bob? What was your physical? Any kind of physical? I didn't get a hair singed on me. It's, mm. I mean, I don't know how it was, should have, but Carol was. Um, I mean, her. Her face was all like burned, and you know we were worried, and and um, her skin peeled, and you can see how beautiful she is. Right, God peeled perfectly. Wow, God's hand was upon you. So you got this horrible marriage. God intervenes on a horrible accident day, becomes the best day of our lives. The best day of your lives. It wow, really, it really was. Now wait a minute. That makes no sense. That is not, it cannot be the best day of your life from a physical, hor- uh, horizontal perspective. How in the world can that be the best day of your life? That was the best day of our lives from every perspective, Chad. I tell you, you know, when we when we left that, well, I mean, a week after we were out of the hospital, when right. we were back at home together, yep. we both looked at each other and realized how close we had come to losing each other. Right. And... You know, we we talked about it. We decided that we were tired of being unhappily married. We wanted to go forward. We wanted to have a good marriage. The problem was we didn't know how. Right. We we didn't have any idea what the first steps would be to a good marriage. Right. So uh, actually, it was pretty shortly after the accident that uh, some friends from our church invited us to go to the weekend to remember marriage conference that was held in Louisville, and and so we we went to that. And it was just amazing. We we actually sat there and learned that God actually had something to say about marriage. <laughs> that there was actually some some advice in the Bible. So. Hmm. And this was put on by Family Life, correct, uh, from Little Rock, Arkansas. Yep. And uh, I, I, I'm I'm very familiar with that because uh, Kristen and I went to a weekend remember 
back before we actually got married. And that we, was the better we, way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you did it 15 years after the fact and uh-huh. you realized you probably should have needed it 15 years earlier. Right. right. But uh, back up a, a little bit more, Bob and Carol, because you started to, you went to the Family Life uh, Conference, Weekend to Remember, and, and then what, what else did you do? Because God was really um, beginning to heal and restore um, 15 plus years of a troubled marriage. Actually, I had become a Christian only two years prior, and I was really happy with that decision. I felt like, okay, now I'm a Christian, and I'm done, and this is really good. I wasn't going to be serving people. I just felt like I had that covered. Well, God had a different plan. <laughs> so while I was recovering, I just picked up every Christian book that was out there, and I started studying, and I started learning what God had for my life and the purpose that he probably had for me and for Bob. And then we just couldn't get enough. Bob and I both started signing up for every class, every Sunday school class, because we couldn't get enough of Jesus. We just wanted to know what to do for the future because we knew that God had something different. Okay, so he is giving you hope. He's giving you uh, the healing process has already rapidly begun in your your marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Bob, uh, so Carol, you trusted Jesus. You invited him into your life. Bob, what about you? How long did it take you to, to, to really surrender back again to the Lord? Well, I had started going back to church, you know, a while before the boat accident. And, and like I said, God was, was laying on my heart that, I think I mentioned before, that uh, my life wasn't what it should be. But I was kind of pushing those thoughts aside. I was still going out and partying and drinking when I was on the road and, you know, just not really living that life. And it, it was the boat accident that woke me up, that, you know, that was that was the day, you know, that God said, get off the fence. It's God, God was really going, Bob, I am serious about this. <laughs> you know, that still small voice doesn't work for me. God had to blow my boat up. <laughs> <laughs> so your boat blows up. Have you had a drink since that day? I have not had a drink since that day. Well, and, what about, and what about temptation to drink? You know, it's amazing. Um, I have... I have not missed it. It is there's never been an occasion where I really wanted a drink. Hmm. Um, God, you know, I mean, it's amazing. God delivered me from drinking immediately. So from now, that, course, yeah, I was going to say, go ahead from that accident. Now, of course, being delivered from drinking really didn't cure all the other problems. We still had to learn how to be married and you know, how to be and kind that. and how to be loving and how to listen. And <laughs> well, listening was always a hard part for me. <laughs> Could you, could you imagine my surprise when I used to give Bob all these marriage books and I would highlight all those sections that he really needed to read and it would just get deeper and deeper on his nightstand and of course he would never read it. <laughs> then one day soon after weekend to remember, it took a while, we were taking a lot of marriage classes and one day my husband looked at me and said, you know what, I think we should be in marriage ministry. And I just looked at him and like, are you kidding me? This is a man who wouldn't pick up a book on marriage. You're thinking, you mean we would need to go be ministered to. But what he was really saying was, hey, I think we need to go and to talk about this. Why would you want to go do that? Well, you know, it's kind of like when you find a cure, you want to share it, right? Mm. That's exactly right. Wow. Right. You know, we, 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 I had a quote somewhere. I wish I could credit the person that said it, but uh, it's your your greatest ministry will come from your deepest pain mm. and really that was the case with us our you know our marriage was painful and of course my divorce uh, we didn't mention before but i had two kids with my first wife and um it was 
it was really painful when I looked at back at, at what I had done to them, how I had hurt them, and um, you know, and, and hurt my first wife, and and really, you know, are your are your kids grown at this point? Your kids are adults at this point. In your oh husband? yeah, my my kids are grown. I have grandkids. I even have a great granddaughter. Now let me ask you, what was your relationship with your son like at this time? When all this was going on, what was your relationship with your son at that time? Well, my son was almost 10, I think, when when his mother and I split up. Mm-hmm. And we had no relationship. Um, I lived far away. I didn't see him very often. And he was incredibly resentful. Mm-hmm. He, um, as, yeah. as he's expected to be. As he right? would. Yes. I mean, really. Certainly one of the consequences of yeah. divorce, yes. Right. And yeah, it was a difficult relationship. I mean, yeah. Wow. And so, uh, yeah. at the time of this restoration of your all's marriage, how old is he at that time? Is he grown at that time? Well, it was 15 years later, so yeah, he would have been... Uh, In his 20s then. Late 20s, okay. mid to late 20s. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. As we're wrapping up this segment and headed towards the final segment, we're going to start talking a little bit more details about the Weekend to Remember, which is coming up, and the date on that is November 6th through the 8th which is a few weeks from now. We're going to have some details of how you can sign up for that. And also there's going to be a, a code that if you enter in the code, you get $100 off per couple. So we're going to have that code here for you in the next segment. So, um, so Kurt, when you hear that story here in the next minute or so, as we talk about uh, what this looks like to guys and what we can learn from this, I mean, where, where do you, what do you pull from hearing that story from the perspective of something that guys can um, invest in their own marriage. Well, you, you, when I just when I just think about their story and about how influential a man is and a husband and a dad, and when when he begins to get it right, it, everything can begin to really change in an incredible positive way. But uh, on the flip side, I mean, you know, I look at Bob and, and the damage really that um, you laid out with your first wife and then with your kids. But then how God can restore all that and how God heals. And, and we're going to hear a little bit more um, in, the, in the next segment about uh, some restoration with your son and a comment that he made um, at a Weekend to Remember, a Family Life Conference. And so uh, we're going we're, we're gonna to leave right now and right. Uh, take a break. Yep, we'll take a break. And we'll be back here in the next segment to finish up with Carol, uh, Bob and Carol Isham here on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps. This is Chad Russell, co-host here with Kurt Souter of Herder Still Ministries. We are talking to Bob and Carol Isham. They are sharing an incredible story. If you have not heard all of this story, which you are not going to hear all of it in this last segment, please join us on our Facebook page at Solid Steps Radio, and we will have the entire show podcast there. But just a quick recap, the last segment, we talked about after the boat explosion that they both survived physically, then they saw... The, the beginning of healing in their marriage. And all of hearing their story reminded me of a verse. And the verse is Proverbs 14, verse 23. And it says, All hard work brings a po- profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Mm. And when I think of all hard work brings a profit, men can relate with that for, for nine to five, right? <laughs> yep. I gotta go work. We gotta go to work. And so we like find a lot of our identity in work. But... Is it safe to say, Bob and Carol, the first 15 years of your marriage, hard work in the marriage was not something that was a reality? Is that a true statement? We actually didn't know it took hard work. Okay, so there was almost zero work, <laughs> and you kind of paid, you reaped what you sowed. 
For 15 years, we had a lot of consequences, absolutely. So then all of a sudden, the light comes on, or I should say the explosion comes on, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. (laughs) And from that point on, you realize, we've got to go to work. We've got to roll up our sleeves, and we've got to go to work in our marriage. And it says here, all hard work brings a profit. There's something that you profit from when you work hard. Talk about some of the profit after you started to work hard in your marriage from working hard. Well, when we started learning that God had a plan for marriage, and we actually started putting some of those things into action, and then we decided we wanted to serve in this way, using our story. But you know, God doesn't just automatically give you favor and blessing. There were some things that we had to get right before we started going down this road. I was heading towards leading women's Bible studies, and God said, now listen, you need to go repent, and you need to go speak to Bob's first wife, Lucy, mm. and apologize. Ooh, that's, had you all had any communication at that time? Things weren't good, right? Well, no, no. She was always a very gracious woman. She was a Christian woman. Okay. Um, but anyway, I just sat down, and I wrote her a very long letter of apology, and it was at Bob's grandson's baptism that she came up to me and said, I forgive you. Wow. And since that day, she's been unbelievable. But at the same time, Bob had to do the same thing. Mm. And I know that there was a time that he went and he spoke to his first wife and I wasn't there, but I know that there was a lot of forgiveness and a a lot of pain that was released uh, in that time period. And that's when we started serving God. Mm. Wow. Bob, explain that just a little bit, just in 30 seconds, how you went to your ex-wife and you apologized. You confessed your sin to her. Well, that's just exactly what I had to do. It was, uh, you know, I had wronged her terribly and our children and, uh, you know, God had laid it on my heart. You know, it's, you know, we have to, was it First uh, John 1, 9, confess your sins one to another? And mm-hmm. I had to go and confess to my first wife that that what I had done was was wrong and horrible and, and um, that uh, that I needed to ask for her forgiveness. Hmm. When we confess our sins and renounce them, the Bible says in Proverbs 28 that there's blessing, that we find mercy, that we, find, we begin to find the favor of God. So that was not the only relationship that was being restored there. Talk, Bob, a little bit more about uh, some more relationships and some more profit that came from your hard work and your, and your marriage. <laughs> well, this one's hard for me to even say without getting emotional, but my, my son, um, he... Uh, he had said for years that that he just people would ask him what he wanted to do when he grew up. He would say, "Well, it doesn't matter as long as I'm not like my dad. I don't want to be anything like him." And and that was a relationship him and I had. And um, oh, time the time finally came when my son got married. He got divorced. I mean, that's that legacy thing. And and uh, he was divorced at the same age that I was when I divorced his mom, 28. Mm. And or when I left his mom, I should say. And anyhow, when he got remarried, uh, Carol and I sent him and his wife to the Weekend of Remember conference as a wedding gift. And and the story came back to me. His wife told me that uh, during the conference, there's a point where they ask, do you have a mentor couple, a couple that you can look up to that does marriage right and, and that you can respect? And, and my son raised his hand and said, yeah, my dad and Carol. So... I mean, it's just such incredible redemption. He, he, he didn't want to have anything to do with you, didn't want to be like you at all, and probably in many ways de- detested you because of how you've lived your life and how you divorced his mom and, and you weren't around. 
And he comes full circle to the point of saying, I want a marriage like my dad and his wife, Carol. Only God can do that. It's just pure redemption. It's amazing. That is powerful. Wow. Well, and we're talking to guys here today, and primarily. I mean, obviously the ladies will, will pull a lot from this, but almost every man, some of his greatest wounds are from his father. Intentionally or unintentionally, right? That's exactly right. We talked right. about legacy, like generation to generation to generation. How many men listening right now at some point in their life have said, I'm not going to be like my dad? And almost every man has had some period of life like in his life like that. But the Father in heaven's not okay with that. No. That's not how he created us. He didn't create the Father, did not create the Father and the Son on earth to be apart from one another he committed that a very powerful life-changing relationship and so to see a son at some point say i don't want to be like my dad and then all of a sudden come full circle around and he raises his hand and says i want my marriage to look like my dad's (laughs) he had every reason to say hey he did my mom wrong but now he comes back around and says i want to be like my dad you can't write that story. Well, and you know, Chad, it really goes to the, to show the power of when a man begins to do things right. And and what I hear in this story, Bob and Carol, is is just the humility of coming before God and becoming before others, and just owning your stuff and just saying, you know, not making excuses, not rationalizing, not you know, pointing the finger in other directions, but pointing the finger right back at yourself and saying, you know, it's, it's me that I was the issue and I'm going to own it. I'm going to embrace it. And I'm going to lay it before the foot of the cross of Jesus Christ. And he's going to forgive me. And then I'm going to, I'm going to confess my sins to one another, you know, other people, your, your ex-wife and your, your kids and others. And when, when we do that, that's the hard work. That's, was that easy? No, that was not easy. <laughs> That's the hard work. But hard work, what did you say Pop, uh, Proverbs says? Hard work. All, all hard work brings a profit. Brings a profit. Yeah. And, and today, you have profited greatly relationally. Now with your ex-wife, with your kids, and now God has given you a ministry and God has, has used you as Family Life uh, volunteer directors here in the Kentuckiana area. Let's talk about that real quick. In these final couple of minutes, we want to pray for the guys Listen, First off, Bob and Carol, thank you guys for sharing a story that you couldn't put a Hollywood writers could not put a story together like this. <laughs> Only God fantastic. can. And that's great. You're also representatives of A Weekend to Remember, right? Here locally. You're the local reps for that. The that's ambassadors correct. For that. Okay. So that's coming up November 6th through the 8th. Is that right? At the Gold House. Okay, the Gold House, 6th through the 8th. Talk about, there's a, some kind of bonus code or, or discount code. Is that right, Bob? Uh, yeah, the um, the conference cost for Family Life is um, it's $149.99 a person. Okay. Uh, however, if you, when you register online, if you put in the code WFIA, it lowers that to ninety nine ninety nine a person. So wow. it's a $100 discount per couple. And they go to the website. You go to familylife.com, familylife.com, and you'll see on the screen there to click on a weekend to remember to register. That's November 6th through the 8th here in Louisville, Kentucky at the Galt House. 
Still openings to register, is that right? Yes, there is. Okay. And you can also call the 800 number, 1-800-FL-TODAY. F-L-TODAY. Okay, finishing up here. we got about a couple minutes. We've come to what Kurt and I have called the So What segment of our show. Men, we listen to things, and that's great. What are we going to do about this? I was convicted up to this day, and things to do, (laughs) is that we have to work hard in our marriage. And so the same attitude of saying, I'm working hard at my job, flying airplanes or sales or whatever it is that you do, if you approach your marriage with the idea of, I need to work hard, i.e. have a plan, i.e. invest, whatever that might be. Some of you guys listening right now, it might literally just mean walking down the hallway, grabbing your wife's hand and saying, I'm sorry, I have not worked on us. I have not made it a, a priority and I'm sorry. Some of you need to sign up for a weekend to remember and you say, you know what? We need something to really breathe some life into our marriage. I've been, Kurt's been, Bob and Carol obviously have been. So go onto the website, familylife.com, sign up with the group code WFIA. It will be an investment that is worth the money and the time in your marriage for years to come. Kurt, why don't you pray for us to end us and um, we'll wrap up our first show. and and and, And Kristen and I, we sent our oldest... Uh, right before Kristen passed, um, we sent Olivia and Matt to A Weekend to Remember. And, and some of you who are listening need to do that as well. There's some couple that you need to send to A Weekend to Remember. Great idea. So let's pray together. Lord, we, we just thank you so much for the story of Bob and Carol and how you have redeemed and how you have blessed them. And we pray, Lord, for the marriages represented listening right now, that you would encourage and you would strengthen, you would help their marriages to thrive. And where there's real struggle and, and a lot of heartache and heartburn, just like we heard this morning, God heal and restore. And we pray for uh, a weekend to remember that it would be a fantastic time of transformation, encouragement, and blessing to marriages. And we pray this in the strong, powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for listening to Solid Steps. If you want to listen to this entire broadcast, go to our Facebook page, Solid Steps Radio. And we'll also have information for Bob and Carol and their ministry and a weekend to remember. Well, we made it through our first show, my friend. (laughs) We made it, brother. We'll be here next Saturday, 10 a.m. on uh, WFIA. Thanks for listening. 